If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with Midi Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at Midi understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And Midi can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. Midi clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Your president is watching America! is watching. But more important, God Father is watching. Make no mistake, there will be no fuck up. Marines around this world would give they left nuts to be where you are. Anybody not want to go? Marines, heel on three. One, two, three. Thank you. 
Welcome, and thank you for tuning in to Cold War Radio live from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I'm your host, 
Hutch Bailey Jr. deep down in my broadcast bunker, the Cold War Radio patron hotline, 412-206-6208, the voicemail for podcast listeners, 412-567-1460. Please go to SteelCityResistance.com and become a Cold War Radio patron. You can decide how much we are worth to you for a month and change it or cancel it at any time. You can catch the research room there as well and the video. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Page, which has the video for most of the audio clips that we play uh, on the radio show. If you want to write to the program, please write to Cold War Radio, P.O. Box 10433. 370 Castle Shannon Boulevard, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, 15234. All right, let's launch those Southern Command and CENTCOM drones. And aim them toward the northern neck of Virginia. Pick up the signal of Jack. Hello, Jack. Come in, please. Happy New Year. Happy Happy New Year. Hey, Hutch. Uh, folks tuned in on speaker. Um, it's good to be here. Boy, what a bang. We're rolling into 2020 with some serious news, aren't we? No joke. No joke at all, ladies and gentlemen. Let me start out uh, the program uh, telling you that I am in, in Twitter jail. I'm in the penitentiary, ladies and gentlemen, but it's only... It's only seven days. I was telling Jack I can do that time on my head. That's, that's no problem. You like that pickle loaf sandwiches? Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Pickle loaf is – I still – with chips on it. You got to put the chips on it, you know, to get that good uh, flavoring and crunch going on. Uh, but what it was was I saw a, a tweet quoting Secretary of State Pompeo uh, basically calling John Kerry a traitor for uh, – assisting Iran, uh, and I retweeted it, and I added the <laughs> the prefix, uh, he should hang, exclamation point, and now I'm in jail. So mm. that, that's, that's where that I mean, I wonder from. what the listeners think about that. A former Secretary of State Senator for the United States of America is actively engaged. As a private with, citizen. As a private, as a private citizen. citizen actively engaged with the Iranian regime. We're talking the mullahs and all that. And this is after, you know, the the pallet, $1.5 billion in cash in the pallet, and then giving them back the 100 plus million, billion or whatever that was basically held since they uh, took the U.S. Embassy in the 70s, right? 1979. And just handed right over to You think... <laughs> All the upper, uh, how much of that money do you think r- reached the uh, lower level, the militias, the stuff that President Trump is and his administration is dealing with right now? And how was know? how was John Kerry influenced uh, by his daughter marrying Iranian guy? 
Oh my goodness! I mean, is this another that, Hunter Biden thing? You know, you know this, the, is, this is looking that way. I mean, except this is worse. Let, let's just delineate. This is worse than Biden because this is killing American soldiers, uh, and, and that brings it to another level. Let's listen to a Fox News report. Oh no, Fox doesn't report on these things. Let's listen to OANN, one American news network, on the subject. In a shocking new report today, we are now learning that former members of the Obama administration have been caught holding back-channel communications with Iranian officials on how to defeat U.S. foreign policy under the Trump administration. The specific- Hold it, man. Did, did you hear that? How to defeat U.S. foreign policy. And this guy's still walking around, and I'm in Twitter jail. Yeah, they call it the Trump foreign policy. It's almost like... You know, it's one of those, uh, somehow this SOB won the election despite all our efforts to to basically um, seal the deal and put Hillary in charge. I don't know how it happened, but it did. But and, and we hey, know we're I'm right. still we, here. We're going to work with you to, yeah. to ride out this storm. You know, The deplorables aren't smart enough to figure this out. Trump doesn't know what he's doing. He's just, all right, let's finish this. The Quickly, they've been contacting Iran's foreign minister, Mohammad Javad Zarif. One American News exposed John Kerry's illegal shadow diplomacy with Zarif last year when the two were caught holding secret meetings together in Paris and photos were taken of them. Kerry's deep ties to Zarif are well known. In some cases, Obama officials reportedly attended Capitol Hill meetings to learn information about new U.S. policies from congressional Democrats and then relayed that information to the Iranian government. This, of course, is in violation of the Logan Act, the same act that General Flynn was spied upon after Trump had been elected. Obama officials are desperate to rebuild the Iran deal that Trump dropped, and they are working with their allies in Congress to complete it. All of this comes at a time when the Trump administration has been successful in isolating Iran from many of its European allies and trading partners, and now in some cases is even seeming to isolate Iran from Syria and Russia by pulling Hezbollah fighters out of Syria and Russia rejecting Iran's offer to purchase a major air defense system from Moscow. The U.S. has also labeled the Iranian Revolutionary National Guard a terrorist force and sent military equipment to the Middle East with escalating tensions against the Islamic Republic. To be clear, the fact that former Obama officials are holding shadow diplomacy with Iran and possibly passing them information from allies in Congress to undermine U.S. foreign policy is shocking and must be investigated by A.G. Barr immediately. Let that sink in. For One American News, I'm Jack Posobiec. The guy deserves a Pulitzer Prize, Jack Posobiec. I mean it. I mean, he's one of the only reporters left, Jack. I mean, this is that should be on all networks. And the yeah, guy should be have his passport pulled and everything else. Yeah, he, he's nailing in the, the, thing, the same stuff that uh, they're impe- trying to impeach the president for in Ukraine. It's basically to cover their ass for what they're doing in Ukraine with that government. The way they overthrow uh, the, the act, the uh, Ukrainian government during <clears throat> Obama's presidency was taking out a legitimately elected government by the people of Ukraine that just so happened to be f- more friendly to Putin and Russia than to EU's pressure to have Ukraine join that mess, right? It's so. And all of this is coming to the surface in bits and pieces, but it's so overwhelming that a lot of the folks, if you if you aren't tuned in and want to know the truth, you don't see it. 
You just see what the talking heads on CNN or MSNBC tell you that, oh, this is bad. Orange man, bad. No. Folks. And you hear, you hear in the clip you heard that there's numerous Obama allies that are actively trying to get the Iranian deal back. Yeah. And that's the people that you're going to hear in the next, uh, I don't have too many clips, but we're going to talk about uh, the reaction uh, of the left. And Jack and I were talking before the program, and, uh, you know, <laughs> these this isn't political. This is worse than political. This is, this is, these people, Kerry doing that, and the rest of these people that are doing these things are active members of enemy forces. I mean, it, it, Iran has been killing Americans since 1979. You know, I re- I wrote a piece on it at steelcityresistance.com if you want to go check that out. I spent an hour this morning, this morning, and I, I was just, uh, ever since last night, I had all kind of things going through my head. And to me, what I'm seeing is I'm seeing another version of how do we get Trump out of office. And, and, you know, you look back at our history with this military and the State Department and this CIA, and this military isn't what it used to be. I'm telling you, it's, you know, we, we're lucky. We have some really good overworked special operators. Uh, and, you know, we have some elite forces in the Marine Corps uh, and, and, you know, some of the other services. But the rank and file uh, is not what it used to be. These 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 troops spend more time on sexual harassment, sexuality, and race, and just ridiculous things than they do with their own weapon. Jack, I'm sure you saw this. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I've been I've been a- actively out of it since 2001. So well, it was just know, starting I, then. It was. It was yeah, starting. I, to- it was just starting. I've seen because they were just changing the basic training, saying. You know, the, the hands-off thing, a few boom. And then they, I mean, if you look at safe spaces, one of the first places that I recall that starting was in basic training, a military basic training aspect where you would have a brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved, Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Stress cards. We had none of that. 
Right. Um, I just, there was no the such thing out. as a stress card. But the, right. after we went in, you you saw it. Boom. You had a stress yeah. card. And you had so many days where you could just tell the drill sergeant, you know, I'm pulling my card. And they, <laughs> they had to leave you alone. Boom. Unbelievable. And it's like, yeah. And when it, you, it, you couple that with the press, uh, the breaking news from the Washington Post, breaking news, airstrike at Baghdad Airport kills Iran's most revered military leader, Qasem Soleimani. Iraq State Television reports the Washington Post headline read. So they did it again. They did it again. These people, ladies and gentlemen, they're rooting for our armies. Let me tell you who Qasim Soleimani is. Okay, he's he's the most powerful man in Iran with the possible exception of the head mullah. He's more powerful than the president. Uh, this guy was a tyrant. His own people were celebrating when he was killed. Yeah. I shouldn't say his own people. Iraqis mainly. But some Iranians too. This is the guy that designed, he might not have designed it, but he deployed the expos- explosively formed penetrator. And what that IEDs. is, well, yeah, he made them into IEDs, but they weren't just bombs. They were artillery pieces that had some of the warhead sawed off, and then molten copper was poured into the end of it, and it was made concave. And what this effectively did, when the shell was detonated, the molten copper turned this artillery shell into a shape charge, which basically allows it to burn through anything, you know, any armor. And you'd see, and I personally would see uh, these up-armored Humvees with three-inch thick doors with about a baseball-sized hole in it and everything on the inside dead, sucked out or whatever. I mean, just a mess inside. And that's the guy that did it. And we had, I, I saw photographic evidence. Uh, thank God that, that the president whacked him the bushes should have whacked him a long time ago all right he's a, he's designated as a terrorist since 2005 in the united states designated as a terrorist by the united nations and also didn't designated as a terrorist by the european union yet supposedly or allegedly he was supposedly untouchable don't mess with him otherwise you'll reap the whirlwind well you know he's gone now, and let's let's see what happens. Right, and, and right away uh, the geniuses in Hollywood uh, came out. Uh, do you have you ever heard of Rose McGowan? Because I don't follow these people. I have no idea who that is. I, th- well, I think she probably was in one of them shows with uh, that uh, the other Democrat friendly <laughs> one of the witch shows. The right. I don't know, maybe the listeners. She's some kind of actor. It, it, it lists her as an actress. Uh, who helped kick off the Me Too movement. Uh, She really hates President Trump. She hates him so much that when the president ordered the U.S. military to take out a dangerous general in Iran who has been orchestrating attacks against the United States and coalition forces in Iraq, uh, she felt the need to apologize to the Iranian people. Dear hashtag Iran, the USA has disrespected your country, your flag, because they care so much about flags, you know, uh, your flag, your people, 
52% of us humbly apologize. We want peace with your nation. We are being held hostage by a terrorist regime. We do not know how to escape. Please do not kill us. Hashtag Soleimani, she wrote on Twitter, including a picture of the Iranian flag. And they're trying to tell me, Jack, that Joe McCarthy was wrong about Hollywood. Yeah. I, you know, I'm thinking that the uh, those that survived all of the uh, IEDs that maimed and those that lost their life to the IEDs that this <laughs> this guy from Iran supplied and taught the Iraqis how to use. Uh, I feel a little bit different than Miss McGowan, who has no clue what the hell is going on in the world. That, um, people like Iran's that, not they, they make me very, very angry. I mean, that, that uh, if you look at the timeline, uh, you'd, you'd see that George W. Bush failed miserably, just as bad as his father did. Those two guys did not know how to wage war. Uh, and he left it open-ended without a status of forces agreement at the end. Well, a, that's a, a critical the globalist, as, globalist aspects. That was that moving in there. They were, that was intentional. They had no desire Obama to. Immediately, he immediately capitulated and gave everything back in 2010. And then tonight, I was catching, you, you remember uh, the State Department under Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton and John Kerry. And you'll remember a woman named Marie Harf, who was a State Department spokesgirl. She looked like she was about 12. And she was coming out giving these serious briefings, covering for the president and the secretary of state, is on the panel with Brett Bear. No, not Brett Bear. With the five. She was on the five. She was on the five today. And I should have grabbed a clip of this. She said, well, if you see this, it's going to unravel all of the work that we did in the war in Iraq and all of the blood and all of the casualties and everything. It's going to throw that all away. And I'm thinking, Marie Hart, you did that. You personally, your State Department, with you working for them as a top level. Yeah. You're the yeah, ones that did it, and you're yeah. going to come out on Fox News, and nobody on the whole freaking panel would challenge her. They didn't have enough knowledge. Well, the, That's the, the problem the one, with these things. Yeah. The, the one former Army guy, I forgot his name. Because he does, yeah. He, he was he did pissed. One tour. You could tell. did one tour. He tried. Yeah. He, he tried, but uh, he didn't tie that together. He didn't. Because the information, like you said, her the, the State Department that she worked in, which she was right. actively there, when was responsible was probably, for the vacuum that allowed Iran to just soup, sweep in yeah, and uh, exactly. and do what they're doing right now. I mean, Hegseth was probably 15 when that happened. You know, I mean, that's that's the problem with these young people in these positions. I mean, it's like Gates. That Gates, I'll tell you, something, I can't yeah. stand something more than almost anything else. And that's when somebody disrespects their elders. That was drummed into me from an early age, and I still enforce it to this day in my family. And to hear him the way – it's going to take a while. I know he's on our side, and I know he's a fire breather, but he doesn't know shit. Right. You know what I mean? That's the, that's the thing that bothers me. He's like my kids. I love them, 
and they're learning. But, you know, <laughs> don't try it's to explain like life to me. Uh, he's fed what he says uh, because he's a mouthpiece. Uh, but if you noticed, after this is going on, who just dis- dis- just magically sur- resurfaced the- within the last week and a half? Kinzinger uh, yeah, yeah, and Ben yeah. Sass and uh, our our good friend, Senator Lindsey Graham, comes up. I was there for the meeting, and I know, oh, yeah. and I approve, you know, like he's in charge of something here. Uh, you know, so th- I still that's one of the nervous things right there. You know, I, 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 I'm very nervous things. right now, uh, Jack and ladies and gentlemen, uh, I don't want to be the the doomsday guy, but that's the guy I am when I see it. And I see forces on both sides of the aisle. Don't forget this is a uniparty and don't forget everybody involved in the government right now is losing money, lots of money. And it's going to only get worse or better depending on what side you're on. But I, I alluded to the fact that I wrote a, a small piece uh, at steelcityresistance.com, and you have to have served overseas at one of these places, either Germany, Korea, Iraq. I've never been to Afghanistan. I can't speak of it, but I have family members. My son was there. My brother-in-law was there, working for the State Department, by the way. Uh, and these places... These generals and these SESs in the senior executive service of the State Department and and other government agencies, they create their own little playgrounds, Jack. You know, it's like they they raise whole families in these overseas assignments. And when you take them away, they got to work here in the States. And a lot of them don't like that because you can see the autonomy that State Department officials have in other countries. Just look at the recent uh, hearings about Ukraine and look at all those bureaucrats. Are you guaranteed? Those guys, those people are all living large. Right. They act like they're untouchable and like, uh, you know, their <laughs> feces don't stink, to put right. it mildly. But, and, uh, and I'm banking that everybody in that core and everybody in establishment Washington wants nothing less than a full-blown war with Iran. And I pray to God that the president has the strength to hold these people off at the gates. Because, and let me tell you, I'm going to tell you right now, a lot of them are people that you like. A lot of them are people in the Republican Party that they trot out in front of the cameras. Uh, I, I remember when I criticized Trey Gowdy. Trey Gowdy, what did Trey Gowdy do, Jack? What did he do? Nothing. He didn't do a he damn made, thing. He, yeah, when when he he was uh, one of the ones in the committee hearings during Hillary Clinton and the email scandal, which nowhere went nowhere. the The Congress hearings didn't do anything for it, you know. That, no, and look at uh, that. Look, look at his ascension to that position. He was put there for a reason. He was damn near a freshman congressman, and he was put in that position by John Boehner. To be the chairman of that committee, and he's he very did his articulate. Job. He talks again. He's a did former prosecutor. Yeah. He and, made it. He made it go away. That's what he did. He made Benghazi go away. Now I don't know if it's going to go away altogether, but he definitely it's did gone. that. You know the it's same gone. way. What is it? Benghazi, twenty twelve, right? Chaffetz, Chaffetz, whatever his name was, and now uh, he's a Fox News. He's <laughs> trying to be a leader of a show now. And, you and know what was the, what was the guy that got uh, out in California? He's, he's trying to come back now. 
He was like the uh, Issa. Issa. I mean, that, Fast and yeah. Furious went away. They did their jobs magnificently. You know, protecting the deep state. That's what they did. And by the way, ladies and gentlemen, the Democrats and Hillary Clinton are the kings and queens of the deep state, not the Republicans. The Republicans are doing the Democrats' work. And hopefully you see that by now. I mean, every time, what do they do? Since World War II, we get into a war, then the Democrats oppose it, and then when we get out of the war, they give it back. They did it in Vietnam. I remember Gerald Ford begging for money. Uh, to, to give the the Arvin Air Force and Army bullets and fuel for their jets between 73 and 75. And the Democrats in Congress defunded it and let them hang on the vine. I'll never forget the, the Demo- pictures. And Democrat JFK was trying to basically end that little episode in the, in the, in the beginning of that, you know. Uh, Johnson's yeah. the one that escalated it. With the Gulf of Tonkin incident, that's exactly right. Exactly, you know, and, he, and even Nixon, he was he was basically reversing what Lyndon Johnson did, you know, uh, and it was the Democrats. And they hung him out. What they do? They hung him out, and that president goes away, and the next guy comes yep. in, uh, and we got Iran, you know, and in Iraq the same thing happened. You know, George H. W. Bush came out, failed to finish the job. Uh, Clinton didn't mess around too much. He just bombed aspirin factories and uh, oh, Kosovo. All, I mean, that region the, the Baltic region and killed all, yeah, killed all the Christians. Uh, so the Muslims didn't have a place to go. He did that. Uh, no doubt about it. Uh, you know, totally uh, backwards. Uh, that was Brennan's start there. I think uh, with his. I deal. wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt it. But then when George Brought, W. Bush came, uh, was, they came and did the same his, thing. Yeah, Hillary's uh, BFF. That woman, uh, uh, what's her name? I forgot her name, but she's still lurking. What'd she do? Um, her right hand. Uma uh, Aberdeen. Yes, her. Yes. Uh, Brennan brought her over when she was like 18. Boom. She became the first lady, Hillary Clinton's uh, BFF, and still with her to this day. Unbelievable. Uh, it yeah, really is. It's... it's uh... It's something else. It really is. All right, so, uh, damn, that was a long entry there with uh, that actress. A lot to talk. That's a lot, it's a lot to unpack, you know. <laughs> it, is. it is a lot. Right, here's, here's, an, here's another one. Uh, you look at these, uh, the reaction of some of these Democrats. Israel, uh, Bibi Netanyahu, wanted to kill this Al-Quds leader, Soleimani, uh, working with the United States, our intelligence community, and uh, Obama tipped off Iran. They were going to get him, and the Obama administration told Iran they're watching your guy. So he changed his schedule. Uh, man, that's uh, that's like, hey, we got your back. Unbelievable. You know? I mean, it, coming it, from the president of the United States. Now, Joe Biden, of course, his immediate reaction was to create uh, a campaign ad. Let's listen to that. I'm Joe Biden, and I approve this message. We live in the most dangerous moment in a generation. Our world set on edge by an erratic, unstable president. Dictators and tyrants are praised. Our allies pushed aside. This is a moment that requires strong, 
Steady, stable leadership. We need someone tested <laughs> and trusted around the world. This is a moment for Joe Biden, a president <laughs> with the experience to lead on day one. On day one. I'll you- kick Corn Pop's ass. I'll <laughs> kick the world's ass. And I'll do like some me. push-ups. What a, what a moron. I mean, <laughs> stable leadership from this moron? I mean, he had a frontal well, lobotomy. Both didn't barrels, he? right? But remember him yeah. with the yeah, I just empty both barrels out the window. Hmm. It's really unbelievable. It is nuts. But that was his first initial reaction. And Pelosi, Nancy Pelosi, came out and said that Trump should have asked permission no. to kill the Iranian general. No, you'd have tipped him off. No. I mean, uh, it's uh, the first when this first happened. I'm like, I started thinking about it, and I'm like, you know, there. Usually you have to do it, but you know the the document or the, the the way that the House and the Senate passed that authorized use of military force deal for the war on terror. Now this is war on terror. It's not a war against a country <laughs> or an entity. It's a war on terror. Right. Anything labeled as terror. It's so I disagree with that. A war on yeah. a verb. Yeah. You know. So, hey, this Congress bought into this. I mean, I'm I'm yeah. fine with Trump using it, but I, you know, with Obama, I didn't like the way he went and took out Al Alaki's son. I understood why yeah. he droned Alaki, but then the next week he took out his kid, uh, an, like, American, an American citizen, American by the way. citizen. Yeah. Well, yeah, Democrat Senator Chris Murphy. I think he was involved in Ukraine and the quid pro quo there as well. Uh, he lashed out at at the president following Soleimani's death, but guess who he is? He's a frequent speaker at the NIAC Council, the Iranian regime's U.S. lobby house. Mm, regu- this, is, this is what we were talking about before the show. These people are going to get outed. They're going to get theirs. You know, this is something that uh, at some point in time, uh, the impressionable, actionable uh, members of our population, of our side, or actually, this isn't even about our side. This is about whether you love your country or not, whether your brother's in the military or your dad or your son. You know, these people are traitors. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with Midi Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause, and MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But MIDI Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause, 
their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Elected member of Congress. A senator. Who speaks for the regime, the Islamic regime of Iran, when their own citizens are trying to fight against this uh, regime. Ignored, totally ignored after... uh, Newly minted President Obama went over to the Middle East and had this miraculous speech talking about freedom for the region. And the Iranians took that as a signal to rise up and maybe we can topple the Islamic regime. And a lot of them died because it was crickets as the response from the newly minted President Obama. And just to just to be fair, because I, I always try to be that way, President H. W. Bush did the same damn thing to the Iraqis. He told them to rise up after after Desert Storm. He told them to rise up, rise up, and we'll be behind you. And they rose up, and we weren't behind them. And that's when uh, Iraq that's gassed a lot there, of right? them. That, that, uh, that was it. Oh, it was, the, it was uh, after. It was after Desert Storm was over. It was uh, there was a period at the end where the, the people in the Delta region uh, of Iraq were rising up. There was a lot of Kurds involved. That was the Kurds there, right? Yeah, that was and, the ones and, that got gassed. I mean, yeah, it was. Uh, and also, the marshes were all drained. These people and lived that, on marshes, and they sent Iraqi engineers, army engineers in, and they blew all the dams and everything, and they drained all the water right out of the right out of their marshes, killed all the fish, everything. And then the reason why the U.S. went back, some say, is because H.W. Bush was targeted, yeah, right? that's absolutely by what By Hussein. And then Shrubby went in, and that's when, you know, they found him in the spider hole, et cetera, et cetera. So, uh, yeah, and... You know, when when things like this are happening, you have to understand that any piece of information that comes out could easily be planted there by the government. Uh, I hate to say that, but it's it is what it is. Uh, but it's happened was, before. There was a, like you said, the Gulf of Tonkin, uh, yeah. but uh, there was a report about an Iraqi journalist that heard uh, before the U.S. drone strike. Fears that Soleimani was in Iraq to lead a coup, arrest President Saleh, and take over the United States Embassy. And that's possible, I guess. I mean, but again, like I said, uh, there's a lot of, there are trillions of dollars at stake, as Sundance uh, rightfully claims. I mean, I mean that's that just. That compound uh, is almost worth that much, wasn't it? That's yeah. much money was poured into that. Uh, I mean, the Greens. Yeah, oh, un- that the embassy was the most expensive embassy ever, from what I understand. After they rebuilt it, after they blew it up the first time, 
Uh, with yeah, that, and folks that tune in to say that, well, the, some of the media is basically saying that these Iraqis are upset because uh, the United States is doing this. And it's like, wait a minute, you know, as you were talking about Marie Harf and her her uh, participation in the State Department during Obama's administration, when Obama just unilaterally pulled, sucked all the U.S. support out. Yeah. Indeed. When they were in the midst of training the Iraqis how to take care of themselves, and they, we were backing it up, Obama just yanked them out of there, created a vacuum. That's the formation of ISIS. The suck, the the, the big suck, brought in all of the Iranian-backed Shiite Shias that basically are in charge because they said right now that the government in Iraq is is mostly Shia. Oh, it has been. Um, it has been ever since we got there. Uh, so, but, we, but we have a caller. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, from Boca Raton, Florida, let's welcome Valerie Z to the program. Hello, Valerie. Hello, Hutch and Jack. You know, What's I'm up? so glad I didn't call in Wednesday night because I was listening to the show and I was feeling such really strong passion and emotions about what's going on and I'm now I'm I'm really feeling it and I think that every other president we've had has given these people a whole lot of bull in Iran and Iraq and red lines and nobody ever did the right thing and for the first time we have a president that is treating them like the children and distorted beings that they are. And I, and I really, really believe that they are, for the first time, going to be challenged. Be rendered irrelevant. That's what they need to be. I mean, exactly. if, you, if, if you think about exactly, there's only one reason that they're relevant, and that's because the Democrats refuse to drill. That's right. And once, and once a combination of the President Trump in the human form and God the Almighty who put the natural resources under our feet mm-hmm. um, instantaneously made Iran and every other Middle East country obsolete except for Israel as far as I'm concerned. And Right. And it's also, it's also important to understand that these people over there are inbred and they are mad uh-huh, and indeed. they are crazy genetically. And – what what no one has been able to do is scare the crap out of them. And I think that that's what's going to happen now. I really do. And I, I, I have to go forward with hope and faith and trust looking at President Trump knowing exactly. He's been oh, following he this stuff. He, know, he, knows. he does. He knows. He's been following this stuff for years and years and years. He's no beginner. He, it, may, it may be his first political job, but he is no beginner. And he sees this for what it is. And, and the people on the other side of the world are going to wake up whether they like it or not. And I don't think we're going to be in a war. I don't. I, no, I know we're not going to be. I, I mean, no. you know, we might, we might have to do some military action, uh, but yeah. I'm, I, I, I can't believe – that the president let the Secretary of Defense dispatch three to 4,000 troops over there? No, I think that's nuts. 
You know, you don't well, have to do that. You don't have to do that. There's, there's maybe, already maybe these people need to see that wall. Maybe it's just a psychological wall, just like the one we're building in the South. I think there's a lot of child psychology going on here, and and I I just I just look at it and I think, okay, this is exactly how he brought up his children. This is how you train your dogs. This is basic behavioral human training and i really 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 think he's doing the right thing oh i do too and and i i commend uh, the strikes that the thing that that i get worried about valerie is i get, i don't trust and god darn it this hurts to say this and it's only recent uh, I, I don't necessarily trust our military leadership I don't, uh, and I, because I think they're right in bed with the State Department. They're right next door to each other. They know each other, uh, and I just uh, you think I someone feel, might let loose and do the wrong thing. Yeah, I, I, yeah. And I, I'm not so sure about Pompeo either. I mean, this guy ran the CIA while they while for they a short were doing time, for a short time. He wasn't uh, at CIA that long, and he was. <laughs> they raised eyebrows when Trump selected him to go in there. Uh, if you remember correctly. So he went in there for the short time and then came out and, be, and replaced. Uh, let me, Tillerson. let me, let me rephrase. Let me rephrase what, as I'm thinking what I really am trying to, to put out there. There are so many people. I worked for the federal government 35 years at some high levels. And there are so many entrenched people out there that are going to lose their ass if we get out of these conflicts, because to them, they're not conflicts. To them, they're fiefdoms. And I, I just, uh, I know the president is sharp as a nail, and he's proving it every day. And 3,000 troops, we can absorb that. But there's a lot of people, I want you to listen in the next couple days to all these brilliant people out there, and how many of them tell you, uh, that oh, it, there's definitely going to be a reaction from Iran. Iran's going to blow up the Pentagon. Yeah, yeah, you know, you already uh, hear this now. You know, I think they are. Do they? Do they ever open their eyes and look at our country? Do they no. ever look at who we are and who we're connected with and see reality? Not, what a joke! They're they're, they're in their they're, own they're, reality. They're in their own. They are. The Pentagon These is folks, its own city. Yeah, <sighs> these folks have went from last week trying to scare the crap out of mm -hmm. the United States and its populace with little Kim Jong-un right. and yeah. the Christmas present. <laughs> and Trump is perfect. He's like, oh, and they're still doing it. Send they're, me a face. They're so now they flip it around, and now you don't want to mess with Iran. I can't believe you did this. It's another fear. Try to get Americans fearful. It was a decisive action. You had active, uh, actionable course. intelligence. And President Trump said, all right, what are the risks? What are the rewards? Are we get rid of the leader that's been basically that was beautiful. Uh, in, yeah, in charge of uh, Yemen, um, Iraq, and all the other, you know, uh, Hezbollah terrorist things from Iran? We'll take him out. Boom. That's right, going to well, mess them up. This is basic psychological bullying technique, and he is brilliant at this because he is the chief 
of head of the snake. Uh, I mean, and, and like you know, Valerie, I gotta let you go here. I got uh, my switchboard. Okay. My switchboard's okay. lighting up, but I just want to. I want to leave. Hold on, hold on. I want to leave you with uh, something that uh, I keep on trying to. You know, I keep going back to this thing I wrote because I spent a lot of time on it. Uh, but if it was up to me, okay, you have drone strikes. You have. Uh, you know, bombings and things like that, maybe snatching somebody off the street, that's something. But I don't want to see another bullet get chambered in a long gun of an infantryman in our military unless Congress declares war. I want everybody all in our Congress. All I mean, your name either goes down and we have a two-thirds, whatever it takes. Uh, but from then on, you're part of it. You can't play these games like Martha played and like uh, Dick Durbin played during uh, Desert Storm and uh, Iraqi Freedom. but This is th- what happens, though, when you sit there and create the war on terror. And yeah. anything well, labeled that's, as that's a true. terror is, 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 uh, is, a, is a good target. And it this is. guy wasn't in Iran. He was in Baghdad, Iraq. All right, Valerie, thank you, thank you for calling. Appreciate it. Good night, Jack. Thank you. All right, let's go to Pennsylvania and welcome William to the program, uh, a lifer. Uh, he, he's in the cell next to me, but he never gets to leave because he's he's in for life. No, I've, I've been there, done that. Okay. Anyway, let's... I want to just make a few comments okay. on this, uh, this, this General Salami or whatever his name is. <laughs> the intelligence for such a strategic strike... They had to know he was getting on an airplane in Lebanon. They probably tracked the airplane. They knew which car he got into. <laughs> and it was an absolute precision piece of work. It was excellent. It was, it, it was it was no joke. And, and I, I'll, I'll refer to a uh, side-by-side yeah. photograph that I saw of Soleimani with a big ruby ring on his hand. And then a picture next to that of that separated hand. It was no longer part of the body uh, sitting yeah, well, there with quit. that ring on. He just quit smoking today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That, that probably gets you fired off of Twitter. Uh, but what do you, what do you, but what do you, so you better quit smoking. But, uh, but what, All right. You got that Rochester phone again, man. It, it's, it's coming in and out. Okay. There you I'm go. Try getting closer. There you go. You're um, good right there. There. there was no leaks. There's nobody sent that Pelosi bitch. I mean, she was whining. Oh, he should have talked to me. That's all we need. And Schiff, too. Schiff's up there talking about we should have been informed. I'm thinking, no. Right. We didn't Did want anybody to that, know about it. Did you say Obama warned them earlier? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Obama it's, warned them. It's unreal. Warned them that. Israel was going to take him out a few years ago. So. so, William, William, what do you think about? Do you feel that uh, that there are forces in our government that would love to drag us into a war with Iran? Yep, they make me uh, nervous. I they do. do. Um, Bolton's one of them. Yeah, I yeah. Stand that guy. I used to really like that guy. I interviewed him a couple times. I mean, I, I used to. It it took a while to realize that this was never going to end. I didn't think we were going to still be in Afghanistan in 2020. 
You know, I mean, I even argued with people uh, where I worked in the military. Uh, some of the older guys were saying, oh, this is just going to be Vietnam all over again. And I was like ready to fight them. Yeah. You know, but then you, you look and we're still there. And in yeah, Syria no, yeah, and still in Djibouti and who knows where else. Well, there's there's too much money to be made in these wars. That's the, that's and the key, right they've there. They've got their kids, and their nephews, and their cousins, and yep. everybody. They they get these gravy jobs, and it just pass the money around. And and boy, once that aid once that aid starts flowing, and and these politicians, their children are the ones administering the aid. You know, two for you, yep. one for me. Two for you, one for me. You know, that's how that works. But uh, I'm impressed with the intelligence that Trump's put together. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if Mossad was involved in that. I would hope so. I, you know, but then yeah, again, then again, Mossad might not want to work with us after Obama ratted him out. You know, with, when they tried to kill the guy the first time. Yeah, but I think it's everything's the world. The world has a different view of this today than they did. I agree with I that. I hope. I do, too. Anyway, I'll let you go, and I'm going to keep listening. All right. Uh, William, thanks for calling. Always great to have you on. Yep. Mm, Bye-bye. All right. Phone lines are still uh, lit up, ladies and gentlemen. So uh, let's do this. Camelot. Camelot. I know it gives a person pause. But in Camelot... Camelot. Those are the legal laws. The snow may never slush upon the hillside. By 9 p.m., the moonlight must appear. In short, there's simply not a more congenial spot for happily ever aftering. Than here in All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's go to King George, Virginia, and the Camelot Farms. Hello, Ken. Welcome to the show. Ken! <laughs> What's going on, brother? Be careful what, what you ask man, for. I was, I was wondering if Mrs. C is still listening. Yeah, <laughs> um, they're, they're probably watching Netflix now. But... But it's, it's, it's insane that, okay, if you look at, like, everybody that's hired on at MSLSD, right? Right. Uh, okay, Mika Brzezinski's father was the one that, you know, negotiated this whole thing with the Ayatollah Khomeini, you know, in Iran. The guy's, got the, the guy's got the coolest first name you could ever think of, Zabigny. <laughs> It's a big news. It's a big news, something like that. Yeah, whatever the hell. (laughs) He had them Brezhnev eyebrows. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience not just hot flashes. MIDI specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. 
A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at MIDI Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Stu, you know that he had the Leonoid Brezhnev eyebrows. I remember seeing him. Uh, he was in President yeah, Carter's you're, cabinet. You're a freaking commie in my... That's you know, exactly right. You, you might as well be, you know... Bernie the Bolshevik, you know, I think Bernie was actually at the Bolshevik Revolution. Oh, I think so, too. He probably was. I I mean, he's old enough to be there. He was freeloading, though. He he was freeloading. He wasn't working. He was (laughs) freeloading. Well, the sad thing is most of these kids nowadays are going through school. have no idea about the Bolshevik Revolution in Russia and and, and, you know, the Nazis actually invaded Russia at, at, at one point during uh, World War II. And, <laughs> yeah, it killed you know, them. It, that was the end of them. It, it, yeah. And it was, it was, we just need to learn correct history of, of what actually happened. Not what, you know, Chunk, chunk Todd throws out on face to me. Or, you know, all these other idiots that wind up on CNN. It, you know, I mean, our former commie-loving, you know, the CIA director now is... Uh, and, and and the same thing has happened at Fox. You know, it's with, you know, you were talking... Uh, oh, uh, actually, Marie Harf. No, no, no. Um, uh, dude with the weird haircut from, uh, from South oh, Carolina. Gowdy. Trey Gowdy. Yeah, oh. you know. <laughs> the dude guess, with the weird haircut. That's, that's called a DA. Yeah. And he was one. But, uh, okay, so they realize that, okay, if they can make a big statement or whatever, you know, become popular in Congress, then... Hey, I'm going to retire and I'm going to go get this, you know, a couple million dollar a year job working for Fox. You know, and I guess the the Republican side of the House is now, you know, figuring out that, hey, the Democrats have been doing this crap for years. Well, so have the Republicans, man. So have the Republicans, believe me. If you, can you imagine that the former Speaker of the House, uh, uh, John Boehner, he is actively involved in trying to get marijuana legalized for your children. That's his job. And he's making more than he ever made in government. Because I'm sure he's probably had, you know, he's got, you know, stocks or bonds or whatever, sure. or money invested in it. 
no, now sure. after he got after he got the job probably uh but you know let me tell you <laughs> let, let me tell you another let me tell you something else that uh, I just remembered and I can't believe I didn't write it in my show notes uh Bernie Sanders last month raised 32 million dollars Bernie Sanders take a guess at who the largest percentage of those donors were take a guess anything well, it's not the Koch brothers. Small donors. Teachers. Oh, yeah, small donors. Yeah. Teachers. 27. Teachers. Teachers. Let that sink the really? hell in. Teachers. If we don't do something about our education system in this country, how in the hell does Bernie Sanders earn $1 in the United States of America with an educated electorate? He wouldn't. This is deliberate... I'm, I'm, Takeover back of the, our country. Back in the eighties, back in the eighties, if, if if Bernie was looking to run for president, spouting off all the crap that he, you know, yeah, we, you know, it's all about the the, the revolution. And it, he'd have been thrown the hell out of the Senate. Oh wait, that's right. He didn't have a job in the eighties. I think he. <laughs> I think he took his uh, honeymoon in in Managua or something in Malawa, no, Nicaragua. Well, that's a federal agency that no, needs to be in, uh, removed, doesn't it? Department of Education. Uh, absolutely. Well, no, you know what? What really, right. what really needs to be removed is the freaking unions. That's what needs to be removed. If you look at the oh, agencies, exactly. the things that are wrong with the federal government, look at the VA. Why do you think the VA? You know, it took me. 11 days to get a an automated prescription refilled when the day that I put it in on the computer it was entered the next day the doctor signed off on the script and sent it to the pharmacy 9 days went by before the post office cuz I could track it online before the post office received it from the VA and I got it the next day so there were nine days of VA malfeasance in there, and I contacted. And I contacted your the information patient. is online, right? It's actively out there for healthcare providers to I be have, able to look at. Boom, I boom, have. Boom, boom. A, I joined the healthcare health vet program where all my stuff's online, so I could do everything right. automated. I had to do that so, in person, but let me finish. I, I contacted the patient advocate at the VA and told him about this. And what did they do? They just forwarded it to the pharmacy, and the person at the pharmacy from the VA Pittsburgh called me. You know, there was no checking into anything. They just, here, this is yours. And the, and the people, the unionized woman that called me is who I'm dealing with now. So she's defending the whole thing. Let me tell you how screwed up the VA is. Pittsburgh is a huge military or a medical hub in the United States. Uh, we have hospitals for days. We cured polio here. You know, our prescriptions go from here to Chicago. So I, I did, VA is four miles away from me. I refilled the, the prescription. It had to get mailed from Chicago. That's what took so long. All the SEIU people working in Chicago. Mailed. And, I yeah. thought they used the internet. No, they don't, huh? Hard no. copies had to go to the No, mail. no, 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 no. They had to mail my actual medicine. Right. 
But uh, well, anyway, well, well, the same, the same things happening. You know, I know Regina's brought it up when she called in, but I dropped off a part from my truck on the other side, you know, down Midlothian area, and when we were coming back up this way, we ended up driving through downtown Richmond, and. VCU has basically taken over downtown Richmond. And and explain and, who know, VCU and, is. Uh, I don't even know who the hell is. For Virginia Commonwealth University. Yeah. Okay. And, then, cool. and okay. they're affiliated with the, you know, the hospital and stuff down there. And I know my mother-in-law was actually going down there. They were treating her for cancer and all this other stuff. And, but they have basically, you know, the university, and, and I saw the same thing happen down in like the Norfolk area with ODU, Old Dominion University. It, it used to be a small, small campus when I was stationed down there. And, you know, you go down there and they have bought up like everything in in the Ghent area. It's amazing what federally federally guaranteed student loans can do, isn't it? Yeah. It, 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 yeah, it was insane. Cause I was are, like, you, hey, are, are you going to Richmond? I used to drink it. Are you going to Richmond you on know? the 20th? I, I'm, I'm thinking about it. I was uh, too. Um, I was too. Boy, the, the hotels know something's happening. Because if you go there tonight, it's a hundred dollars. If you go there on the twentieth, it's two fifty. <laughs> they, they're nothing like so. I'm not going. The price. By the way, <laughs> but I was hey, going to. I was thinking about it with your well, with your well, health actually, records. Okay, since you brought that up, the, the VCDL is actually looking to bus people in, and if you meet up at like one of the uh, commuter lots. I think it's like 30 bucks or something like that. You Ladies and gentlemen, they're holding a Second Amendment rally on the staircase of the, what is it, the Virginia State House, I guess, the House. Virginia Capitol. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. In the Richmond. Capitol. Yep. So uh, if you can get there, the more people, the more uh, the more power. I mean, this is this is very, very dangerous things, and please don't think that this is about Virginia. This doesn't have a damn thing to do with Virginia. Virginia is just where they're going to crack it open, and then it'll spread. Every every state adjacent to Virginia will be next. Uh, so we need to pay attention to this. Final thoughts, Ken? Well, now that you bring that up, uh, I think I might spend the 35 bucks or whatever and hop on a bus. There's one of the guys I met at a bluegrass festival. He just sent me a link. He was like, hey, we're, we're looking to roll down here, and I'm like, Hey, all right. At least I'll know somebody down there. There you go. So I mean, important stuff. Uh, yeah, th- thanks. And, for- and my, uh, let me chime in real quick about the medical thing that you were talking about dealing with the VA and all that. It, the folks tuned in. If you haven't heard, there's a project called Project Nightingale. It has to do with health records, and it has to do with Google. There is a project they're having, and somehow or another. With this project, they're able to suck information, which is now uh, because of uh, the Affordable Care Act and information, your health records being online or in the cloud somewhere, 
they're trying to siphon off this stuff to do whatever they want to do with it. But to me, the privacy, doctor-patient privacy was gone as soon as the ACA was enacted. And now you're seeing this slowly, slowly come to fruition. All right, uh, Ken, thanks for calling, man. I appreciate it. Yes, sir, bro. All right, let's go to Richmond. Uh, Ralph keeps coming in and out, but he uh, went back out, and Regina from Richmond came back in, and she's she's having dinner for everybody that's going down to Richmond. Uh, no matter, no, I'm just kidding, Regina. What's on your mind? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's not just calling in to tell Ken that he's correct. Uh, Virginia Commonwealth pretty much has taken up, you know, pretty much the whole city. So that's why I'm kind of sort of glad that my building is still here. Are they, do, are they doing good or are they doing damage or are they doing good? I mean, I know that Pittsburgh uh, has a huge, huge uh, college presence. They're, yeah, they're not doing good because a lot of people don't realize that most of the students that go to VCU are from India, Germany, Sweden, uh, uh, London, um, Canada, and all that. Goodness. You know, there's a lot of people that try to do that, too. They take advantage of these places. Have you noticed it uh, in the community? In other words, uh, a lot of times... Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they also are taking the uh, the homes, the old, the old homes up here, and yeah. they are converting the old homes into uh, student dormitories. Uh, you know, one of the saddest things that I see, uh, Pittsburgh's been around for a very long time, obviously, and was uh, responsible for a lot uh, of the improvement of the human condition uh, through the Industrial Revolution and all of that. And uh, a lot of those people were from here, and uh, they built homes here. And when I say built homes, they're not homes like we think of. They're homes like with elevators in them and 52 rooms, and you need a staff to to maintain the home, and there's nothing sadder than going through some of those neighborhoods and seeing 10 electric meters on the side of the house. In other words, somebody bought it and turned it into 10 apartments, you know, a big, big mansion, a mansion like you see in a Hollywood movie. That We have a lot of those, and but they're all broken down. The neighborhoods have deteriorated, and these big magnificent buildings are turned into 10 two-room apartments or whatever. It's it's really sad. And oh, I know yeah, yeah. And Rich, Richmond has a rich history, too. I mean, I'm sure the same yeah, thing. Especially, yeah, especially the area that I live in. The area I live in is what, what you call Carver. It's, a, um, it, it, it's one of the oldest black neighborhoods in Richmond. Uh-huh. It's basically historical. Right. And stuff like that. And the building that I'm seeing in is, is a historical building because it used to be a, bre- a brewery for right. uh, beer and uh, water. Oh, really? Yeah. That's, that's interesting. I love that kind of stuff, man. That kind of history, I, I just do. Man. It's it's something to see where we've come from, uh, where we are, and where we're headed. Uh, and it's not all bad. I mean, you know, we're. Uh, I, I read an article that said that the last decade that we just closed out, was the best decade for the human condition in the history of Earth. Uh, just on, you know, different mm-hmm. levels, on disease and sickness and, you know, whatever. And really, when you look back on our history, Regina, uh, 
especially black history, uh, boy, we, we've been through some pain to get to where we are today. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and it's just it's good to have a little bit of optimism uh, or a lot of optimism, but you still have to pay attention. You still yeah, have that's to realize. What I'm, yeah, that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing in Richmond because I'm thinking about going down to the, to the capital myself. That'd be Good. the first time that I, you know, go to any type of a, of event like that. Because I normally kind of try to lay low. I hear you, but uh, you know these are. These are the times that try uh, men's souls, and I say men just because that's the way the quote is, uh, you know. Uh-huh. But but it's uh, I think a lot of people are in the same uh, boat as you, myself included. You know, I want to get involved. You know, I, I hate just sitting here, and I I try to rationalize it uh, by saying that you know Jack and Ward and I and Stacy and and Sal and Mona and, and Rocky. You know, we 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 try to put this together. Uh, three or three times a week, and maybe even more, uh, and that's you know what we're doing. But I still feel like I should do more, if that makes mm-hmm. any sense, you know. But uh, oh yeah, did you have a good New Year? That's the important thing. Oh yeah, I had a very good New Year. I had my sparkling apple cider. Outstanding, and there goes Jack, or I mean uh, Ralph again. All right, Regina, thanks for calling. I appreciate it. Always love to hear you. Happy All New right. Year, Regina. Oh, happy New Year, Jack. Bye-bye. All right. right. So, ladies and gentlemen, you know that Regina is is rarely wrong. Uh, That's something I tweeted out before I went to Bright Cookie right there in the capital of the Commonwealth. (laughs) Hey, hey, hey. The Russians, Jack. Uh The Russians and Maxine. You got to talk about it. The Russians and Maxine. uh, Yeah. I couldn't. I was gonna. I was gonna get the clip, ladies and gentlemen. But it was like sixteen minutes long, and I, I didn't feel like parsing it out, you know. And anyway, the Russian, yeah, the Russian DJs who took out uh, Schiff with the, you know, they had the the goods on Donald Trump, and he's like, you know, actively trying to collude with the Russians to get dirt on a political opponent. Oh my goodness! Well, they struck again. Uh, and this time they got mad Maxine. And uh, the way it goes down is the, is the two guys, they had they had a female help out, and she was supposedly Greta Thunberg. Uh, was, it, was, it, was, uh, it, was it this one? How dare you? How dare you? How dare you continue to look away? People are suffering. People are dying. Entire ecosystems are collapsing. We are in the beginning of a mass extinction. Mass extinction. All you can talk about is the money and fairy tales of eternal economic growth. Oh. How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> Was it her? Yeah, and I, and I feel bad for her because supposedly he has a mental condition, and, and, and they're to me they're manipulating a child. By what a mentally doing. ill but, child. A mentally ill but, child. Let's get real. Right. She has Asperger's. Yeah, she's she's not well. But the, I mean, what was uh, it? Time Magazine, the person of the year, all this escalating it. Well, th- it's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with Midi Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. 
many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, the, uh, the pranksters got Maxine Waters and they had a female <laughs> pretending to be Greta and one of those DJs was Greta's dad and they yeah. talked to somehow they get through all Maxine, of the layers Miss Waters yeah. I have tape I have tape the president said that he said that about Ukrainian president I have it right here oh my yeah. god what it, a stupid it, woman man uh, it, it's really unbelievable. It's a long clip, but you need to see it. Yeah, um, go go search for it. It's out there. I just wasn't going to do it uh, here because it just was uh, too long. Yeah, she uh, the, the she was actually lured in during this call and was trying to save this island. Yeah, that, because of was <laughs> Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. Jack. Jack, I want to I, I I get Ralph before he hangs up. All right. He called in 16 times already. Ralph, what's going on, man? Your, your connection Ralph, keeps dropping. Ralph, dropping the call all that. But by the way, on the, on the deal about Schiff, that was supposed to be nude pictures of Trump with Putin's yeah. daughter. Yeah, right, 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 right. It's <laughs> <laughs> absolutely hilarious if you listen to the whole thing. So what's your, uh, what's your outlook on the whole uh, subject matter that we've been talking about this evening? Well, it's, it's funny you should say that. First off, I was right before you came on air tonight, there was another unconfirmed report of two more vehicles being targeted with airstrikes in northern Baghdad, and it turns out that these guys are uh, part of the, what they call it, the PMF, Force, whatever, basically Solomon's people, and outside of the seven or six other guys that Solomon was killed with, the bunch there that I just mentioned turns out that it's the financial guy or something. It's basically, long story short, <laughs> is that Trump is targeting the entire chain of command. So what you're saying, what what you're what you're saying is the next the next commander of the Iraqi Quds Force of the R I R G C is going to be a second lieutenant. Probably, it might be <laughs> really a rifle conscript or somebody. Here, you're the leader today. You know, don't you love his, Don't you love this guy? 
head of the snake, right? Keep chopping that head of the snake. Because they got five there that were seven counting, so were money. So, I mean, you know, these guys were out having a couple of beers or whatever because they were probably tracking the guy that was, I forget the hell the guy's name, these Arabic names, but anyway... The, the guy that was running the show in Iraq. Yeah, you know, I tried to grab his name, and, and I just said, you know what, forget about it. The other guy. Yeah, the other guy, exactly. Well, he's in all that. If you look at the the pictures that they're showing now, and they're probably not going to find out till tomorrow or the day after, because they're going to try to low-key this thing. Oh, yeah. Trump, you big props out of it and from the public. But, reports are that there's multiple Shiite stains all over Iraq right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or the missile they used to take out his car didn't blow apart, which makes me believe, I posted a story about it, it's a new Hellfire missile that the CIA made up. They call it a flying Ginzu. It's a kinetic missile that right before impact as the missile's being flown to the target, in a car, and at about five or six of these tungsten blades come out, and it's guaranteed to slice and dice and make julienne fries out of a car or a truck or whatever. Gotta love submunitions. Gotta love some submunitions. But, it's like uh, it's like the CBUs. I'm sure you know about Ralph. Yeah, bugger busters and stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah, good stuff. But they, uh, anyways, as far as the war situation in Iran is concerned. The, the thing that doesn't get talked about, what was talked about down through Bush and Obama's years, is about the military capabilities of our great nation. And if Iran decides to get uh, Billy Badass with us, it's not going to be a very long drug out war. It'll be done mostly by remote control. Well, the thing is, the thing is, uh, the other thing that gets that gets lost in all this is that Iran, before President Carter, Iran was probably, uh, along with Beirut, Lebanon, uh, one of the most Western uh, of nations in the Middle East. I mean, Iran is not Arabic. Iran is Persian. You know, and, and if you look back before 1979, and you could do the same thing in Afghanistan, by the way, at least in Kabul, and most are al-Sharif. There's a couple small cities, uh, but they were very Western, uh, women and everything. I mean, uh, I said this uh, on the last show, uh, there were casinos in Tehran run by Momo Giancana out of Chicago. I mean, he... Uh, this this is recent. I mean, it's 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 recent, but it's historical. I mean, it's not recent that it's never happened before. Uh, but when you look at the uh, overthrow of the governments in the Middle East in the last uh, couple decades, it's always the secular governments that are overthrown. And when you look at what Jack was talking about, the Arab Spring under Barack Obama. Uh, they targeted all of the secular countries, the countries that were not Islamic republics, like Libya, who had a secular leader. Uh, he didn't do too well in his military, only made colonel, but that was enough uh, to you know give him the whole country. 
And he had one of the most, uh, I don't know, progressive, I guess you'd call it, uh, but not in a communist way. He, he, had, he, he, he shared the nation's wealth, His oil, their oil wealth. Wealth, wealth of Libya was he turned, shared. He turned it into, yeah, he turned it into irrigation systems that virtually made Libya uh, an actual uh, food producer. Didn't the country, you know, when a, a couple got married, the country bought them a home and had them some land? And yeah, and that was the progressive part I was talking about that I didn't yeah. really appreciate. I mean, I didn't, you know, that's not what I'm looking for. But he wasn't uh, like the mullahs in Iran have turned out to be. No. And he was, it was just amazing. At Just after he was re-invited into uh, the group of nations, he was, he was taken off that terror list, right? Yeah, and re-invited in. He came to to the United States. Hillary Clinton killed him. Yeah, and next you thing know. you know, we came, we saw. Yeah. He died. That's right, <laughs> Ralph. Ralph, I'm still working on your intro, by the way. Uh, you know these <laughs> oh, things. Okay. These these things take time. You know. Okay. No problem. Yeah. Good. Turkey's moving forces into Libya. Of course they are. Of course they are. And uh, drone drone strikes will follow. Drone strikes will follow. Uh, thanks for calling, Ralph. Always appreciate it, man. You're on wow. the money. Always keeping the show listeners informed in the chat. Absolutely. Absolutely. And on the show. Thanks for calling. Later. All right. There goes Ralph. All right. Because, man, we got a, we got a good uh, group of people uh, in here, uh, Jack. We're very lucky. Probably enjoying a delectable cigar and sipping on some fine American spirits. Let's welcome Rico to the program from Kentucky. Hello, sir. Hey, what's going on, man? What's, what's your outlook on what we're talking about tonight, or what is on your mind? Yeah, well, I, you know, I was thinking, you know, why don't we just tell the uh, Democrats what we're doing ahead of time about, you know, blowing up some insignificant uh, individual in Iran, let them uh, tell Iran, and then uh, basically uh, spread misinformation about it, and then come back with a couple of whistleblowers saying they've committed treason. Well, you know, that's always that's always a potential. I, I will disagree with you on the insignificant descriptor uh, of the got individual. He was definitely not insignificant. This guy was – this is probably one of the top five events in United States history of us taking out an adversary. And I only say that uh, because I am an Iraq combat veteran and I did – see firsthand uh, the things that this bastard did and has been doing for 20 years. Uh, Top commander of the Al-Quds, the IRGC, the special forces uh, of the Iranian military and actively involved uh, in the killing of so many American service members uh, dating back probably to the Beirut, Lebanon, uh, Marine Corps barracks uh, bombing during the Reagan administration, something that I wrote about uh, because it affected me very, very uh, 
uh, intensely because I had just joined the United States Army, and I was a mechanic uh, at that time, uh, but I was an infantry uh, combat vehicle mechanic. So I was always either in the infantry or air defense artillery or armor, and to watch that barracks get blown up. And I was also a Time Magazine subscriber at the time, and I remember uh, I was, uh, I can't remember exactly where I was, if it was Korea or Fort Benning, but I remember looking at the picture of the United States Marine Corps casualties of that bombing being drug out of that rubble, and I kind of turned into a man that day, if that makes any sense. Uh, I'm thinking, damn, that could have been me. You know, and so, I, and I'm just saying, you're right about the rest of it, but the guy was a significant kill, a very. I mean, that, I that, that tastes good. Yeah, I was thinking about the next time. You know, just set him up, and then oh, blow yeah. up some goat. Yeah, set him up for the next. You know, blow up some goat fucking farm. Did I say that right? Goat fucking you did. farm. Uh, no, you, okay. you know, you're absolutely right, and, and I'm I'm a, I'm I'm weary of that, wary of that as well, and that's why I say there's so many. People, ladies and gentlemen, I would ask you uh, to uh, stop by the conservative treehouse. Uh, there's a staff over there, and specifically an individual named Sundance, that works so hard uh, uncovering it. This is the guy that, as we were coming up to the presidential election um, in. Uh, what is it, 2019 now, so 2016. And he was telling us all that these polls are nuts. If you remember, all the polls were Hillary Clinton all day long. We didn't have a chance. This guy took all the polling companies, pulled out the names of the people that owned the polling companies, pulled out what was at stake for them personally and for their companies, and basically negated all the polls. And he was right. I mean, and, and he hasn't been wrong that I've seen since then. Uh, so I would just say there's a guy to watch because he's got his finger on the pulse and he's not afraid of hard work. And there are so many people in our federal government that would do exactly what Rico just said in order to save their little piece uh, of the corruption pie. Well, we was before the show I was talking about who just pops up out of nowhere. Adam right. Kinzinger, right? right? Yeah, Kinzinger that was Rubio with McCain, that was with McCain, with McCain, and our uh, and our favorite Lindsey Graham. He just shows up. Says, yes, I was invited to a meeting with the president. Yep, and these are the people you got to watch. They are not our friends. No. Thoughts, Rico. They're in it for themselves. Rico. Oh, yeah. Your thoughts, no. sir. It's, well, it's, it's uh, you know, show. obviously we had to do something because there was, a, there was enough intelligence to uh, say that he needs to be taken out. No doubt about it. No, I don't that's care what, what we, the, That's what we hope. That's what we hope. Yeah, yeah and uh, I, don't, I don't care what the Democrats have to say. I don't think that's an act of war. That's an act of protecting our own in our own interests. Sure. You know, and, and there's a, there's issues with, you know, uh, he is the uh, commander in chief. He doesn't need to go get permission from uh, 
from the uh, Congress to do some no, stuff. Not something like that. And you know, Cong- some, Congress already would... authorized the president to pull that. It's a That's war a on terror. He's yep. labeled terrorist. Boom. He already That's a been authorized. So it's a double hit there. So he's got yeah. double, you know, double and... tap. That's right. You know, but you know, the, the thing is, is that, all right, he did that and I'm all for it. All right. That's enough. Until the next time, I mean, this is the way, uh, if we got to deal with this, let's do it with technology, not with people. Yeah. If if possible, I mean, if possible. I, I, I stick to my guns. I don't want to see another infantryman in the field without a congressional declaration of war. I stick with Rand Paul on that. I think this is, and, and I'll tell you my reasoning for it. We haven't won a war since World War II. And we never did this kind of thing before World War II. You know, these police actions and, and this, uh, what's Jack, what's the name of the authority for the president? Uh, I, I forget yeah. the name of it, but but his ability to be able uh, to just do this kind of thing uh, without congressional authorization. I, I think it's uh, necessary at some points uh, if the intelligence, damn, I wish I trusted the intelligence community. Uh, I wonder why I wouldn't at this point. Authorized use of military force. It's a thing Congress gave the president post 9-11. And it was all targeted towards the war on terror, which is not a war on a country. It's a war on a verb. Technically, if you want to look at it, you can't declare a war on terror. And I, I gave you. I, I gave. I, I gave them a solution uh, when ISIS started waving that flag. I said, "Look, they got a flag. They're calling themselves a country. Let's freaking declare war on ISIS." And they didn't. And that, nobody did, did it. Uh, R- Rico, ISIS, ISIL. Uh, right. You know how many different names are they going to change? Al Qaeda. Boom, and now you have different ones running through Africa. Uh, Ilhan Omar's right, home so, country. Where- uh, so the, the switchboard's lighting up, Rico. Final comments, sir. Well, uh, I will have to disagree with you about winning the last war with World War II because I believe Bush uh, Sr. and Jr. won their wars. It's just the extended war we're not doing very well at. And uh, okay. as far as taking, as far as, uh, uh, you're, you know, getting uh, Congress to sign off on a war before someone uh, puts a foot on the ground, it depends on what they do. I didn't say put a foot on the ground. I said put a bullet in the chamber of an infantryman's rifle. If you want to shoot a, a drone or a missile, that's one thing. But you put my boy on the ground with a rifle, then you better be declaring war. Uh, yeah, but that's, okay, that's just my opinion. That that's all, all right, right, man. I'll let you guys go. Hey, thanks for uh, listening, thanks for and thanks for calling, sir. <laughs> all right. Bye-bye. All right, let's go to Sean in California. Hello, Sean. What's on your mind? Hey, what's up, Hutch, and everybody else? Um, hey, Sean. Well, uh, I got some good news. I'm trying to be a little more optimistic on this one. Um, we have 30 days until the absentee ballots start arriving in our freaking mailboxes. Oh, God help me. But, but. Do you have enough water? Do you remember, how, do you remember how I said there was a candidate? Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Running in the 50th, uh, 50th District of California, and he's trying to twist the Democrats' game plan around on them to where he says, oh, let's start doing the same things that the <clears throat> Democrats pulled on us in 2019. Or, 20, uh, yeah, 2019. I'm like, okay, I'll go for that, you know, because at this point, <laughs> the California voting system's so s- screwed up, you know, it's we're going to have to play a little dirty to get back at them. Uh, so, you know, it, I'm hoping. I'm hoping we can turn this crap hole of the state around. You know, I, I'm I am praying that every single night because oh, it is bad. Yeah, it, it seems like it is, Sean. I mean, do do you see some backlash from the uh, the sanctuary cities? You know, the like what San Francisco and L.A. are dealing with the homeless. You know, the, I mean, there's a certain portion of the of the homeless that are, you know, veterans uh, and, you know, we want the best for them, but then there's just, just, uh, you know, some very sad information coming from these homeless situations that are allowed to fester and bring in disease and uh, just unsightly things to those regions. Do you see a backlash from the voters, even from the Democrat side? No, you want to know why? Because they're all leaving. They're just saying, you know Let's what? Just go back I, I'm, their I'm, bag we're just going to leave. Huh? We're going to let them do this. We're not. We're not going to say a thing. We're just going to leave. Go to another state and screw that up. So, hey, did you uh, did you notice that uh, Gavin Newsom has approved uh, an individual water consumption uh, <laughs> allocation what? to uh, people in California? Fifty five, and and they're so communist they don't even use gallons. Uh, they said fifty five no. liters, fifty five liters a day. What? I I wouldn't put it past this guy because this guy you know is really stupid and but he's smart as a communist. Yeah. Um, 50, you, know, you can't take a shower and do laundry on the same day anymore, man. I mean, this no, is you a, can't. This is America. Oh my goodness! Oh, it, it's it's super bad, but. You know, the best news is is we've been fighting back against his anti-gun policies as much as we can. I I can't tell you how many times, you know, we've won and lost some fights in that. But, oh, my God. You know how to fight against his anti-gun policy? Go buy one. (sighs) We got that in Virginia going on. I mean, mean, it's the new year. Don't forget forget the ammunition either. Yeah, we're front and center on the uh, Second Amendment deal. But California, I mean, do you think about it? You don't read the history and all that, you know, how um, they actually diverted 
rivers and water yeah. supplies from other states right to fuel it was the- all offered it was all offered to california i mean yeah. it was all there. final thought sean well you know um if they were to manage to cut that off cut off all supply routes like the trucking the railroads airports oh we'd be we'd be hurting real real bad <laughs> oh man i'd love to see that keep your optimism panicking <laughs> and there'd be like where are you gonna where are you gonna move places burning down where are you gonna move sean i know you're gonna move somewhere where are you gonna Shuffling. move man? i hope it's arizona red, I, I don't know any red state that would just you know take me at this point arizona <laughs> texas oh god help me i love listening to you man thanks for calling sean i appreciate it all right, peace out, guys. All right, peace out, man. Thanks, All right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, coming to the stage. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome Marlene from Eugene. Oh. Hello, Marlene. <laughs> that was that Dolly Parton. That was she's like, wait, yeah, she's like, wait, wait. Oh, now I know. <laughs> Give me a second. But anyway, uh, oh, what was I going to bring up? Oh, yeah. We've got some um, interesting things going on out in our area. One of them is uh has to do with the... Uh, the Muslim or the Democratic Socialist freak heads. I guess on Friday in the afternoon, late afternoon, early evening, they're going to uh, oh, we will gather downtown to protest the attack and any further military action that might lead to a war with Iran. And Are you kidding me? In Eugene? I'm not kidding. In, in Eugene Portland. or Portland? Portland. Oh. Portland Democratic Socialist. This is against figures. our own country's survival. This this is what I was talking to Jack about before the show, Marlene. This is so yeah. much different than politics, man. Democrat Socialist, that's AOC, Rashida yeah. Tlaib, Ilhan oh, Omar, yeah. all of that crew. And they, they want everybody to, you know, the protesters, they want them to speak up against the U.S. getting, to a, getting into their so-called war. I'm going, What? It's not a war. He just took out a couple people. Well, what about the the communist teachers that donated to Bernie oh, Sanders? Bring that up too. Oh, I got to bring that up too. I posted the link earlier, and uh, apparently thirty four point five million dollars. That's what Bernie raised in in our state fourth quarter of last year, and apparently he's leading the uh, money race in the uh, Democratic field, which includes more than one million dollars from 60,000 Oregonians. And, yes, a lot of them are teachers. That's 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 something that we have to fix. If, if we don't fix that, yeah. nothing else is going to matter, folks. Nothing else no, is going to matter. If our kids come up behind us hating their own country, that means they're going to hate us. And you've already mm-hmm, seen exactly. how savage they are. I mean, they're oh, savages. In, in New York, uh, you know, hitting... 90-year-old Jewish guys over the head with a chair. I mean, they're savages. Our own kids. This is scary, man. It is way scary. Big time. 
Actually, on a lighter note, I saw something. They were talking about how you shouldn't. You know how when we write checks, we you know you, you date you, you anyway you go like say like for example one two twenty. I saw some about this. Yeah, yeah, not to abbreviate the twenty because the scammers can change it to read uh, you know like two thousand nineteen or two thousand twenty one. But Marlene, I thought that was kind of funny. Marlene, you're 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 roughly my age. How many checks do you write? For bills a month, I write one. I have one I left. I don't write any. I got and one to left. To be honest with you, Hutch, yeah, you're only a couple of years older. I'm a couple of years younger than you. And um, of course, I do not write. Yeah, and I don't write that many checks. <laughs> Tell you the I truth, don't either. If I write checks, it's a rarity. Maybe I, I have one. I write one check, and it's uh, up at my camp. I, I right. write a check for like twenty six dollars to the government. Of where yeah. my camp is for, you know, water and stuff like that. It's the only yeah. check I write. Oh, I mean, other than if I'm paying a contractor or something like that. But uh, yeah. I got enough checks to last the rest of my life. Oh, me too. They probably yeah. don't yeah, even teach that in school anymore. I mean, yeah. I remember in middle school, it was no, business math. No, they don't. Math. In fact, yeah. that is so true. In fact, my, one, my older niece, uh, she turned 21 this year and... I can remember when she was working at our office for a little bit. They didn't. I found out they never taught her cursive writing. She had to practice on her own. Oh, I know, I know. And, and have like, you? Have you? Hell? Let me ask you a question. Another question. Uh, sure. Because one of the things that I find out when <laughs> when I do have to write that check, yeah. I don't. I don't trust my cursive anymore because I've been hitting the keyboard so many years. That sometimes when I write cursive, it looks like Chinese. I print them. <laughs> I print no. it now because I'm because I haven't used it. I mean, I'm fully fluent in it, but I just uh, haven't done it in so long that uh, sometimes my my hand does stuff I don't expect it to do, and <laughs> so I print it when I write a check. Actually, with me, Hutch, it's a combination of both. Half okay. the time I print, and the other time I do the cursive. Right, I try to every it's, now and then, but <laughs> oh, I do too. It can and get I ugly. I'm right very good at it. You know, when I was uh, like you, and I was a kid, we we learned how to do it in grade school. Sure, you know, it's a double line paper and the whole thing. Oh yeah, oh yeah. They should get back to that, maybe. But on the other hand, they should get back to speaking English first, right? Oh, yeah, exactly, man. exactly, Jack. You know, I had a I had a tape for Spanish. I had a t- I had a tape from uh, from St. Louis, and it was uh, the New Year's celebration, and it was showing um, people in St. Louis shooting guns uh, up in the air for the New Year's celebration. And that sounds like fun. Yeah, but I mean, we're talking real bullets here. You know what I mean? And oh, boy. it looked like something. It looked like something out of the Middle East, you know, because they like to do that uh, as do. well. I'm trying to find this clip real quick. I'm not going to play the whole thing uh, because it's it's just real long. But I'm going to play a little bit of it for you. And to your point, Marlene, about the English or Jack, whoever said that about the English. Uh, I want you to listen to the brothers <laughs> in St. Louis, and you tell me if you can uh, 
understand what language they're talking. Real bullets. We outside with them, ma. We outside with them. That's <laughs> great. The hell did he just say? It's hell and that shit go. They let like that shit go. Happy motherfucking New Year. Those are bullets, ladies and gentlemen. That's not that's not a blank. That's a 12 gauge. That's a 12 gauge. A double up buck in it. Okay, so you get the point, though. Did, did you understand yeah. one word of the spoken word I during that clip? Four words. One of them was saying that uh, something about a, a mofo, and then the other thing, something about cinco. And that's all I right. could figure out. And there was 34 words in between those things. I heard and, we well, I outside. That's all <laughs> I, I can figure comprehend. out the rest of that. I mean, this is, uh, but really, on the real side, Every one of those bullets landed somewhere in St. And Louis. this is in a city somewhere, right? In America. Oh, in America. No, I mean, a, I, I can these, these thugs are out there in a wild, wild, you know. No, the, these thugs are taking us back. No, this is in a dense, dense in the part city. of St. Louis. That's crazy. That's scary. I can see that out in Central <laughs> Oregon, but not here. Yeah, William in the chat room says it sounds like Baltimore. It does. Uh, Baltimore, <laughs> by the way. Right, or Chicago. Yeah, but no, St. Louis is worse than either one of those cities. I mean, St. Louis is horrible, man. I went there one time for some It's a damn shame some of our finest cities in the history of our nation have been reduced to, you know... Democrat strongholds. Places that folks yep. want to avoid. You know? Democrat strongholds. Until we kill like the Democrat Party, we will exactly. never... We'll never be right until we call these criminals out. Uh, and I don't know if, if it's possible with a uniparty. I mean, maybe maybe if we created a new party, it's possible. Uh, but you see I another... Kind of, I still like that idea. I do. Creating I mean, a new party. I don't know what it would be, but I'd, I'd be into it. Representative <laughs> Phil Rowe, Republican Tennessee, on Friday announced he will not seek another term in Congress, joining over two dozen Republican lawmakers slated to retire in 2020. Draining the swamp. Get yes. these people out. Yes. Out. Yes, out. That's the only out way we're going to win. Final comments, Marlene. Oh, I guess finally, uh, real quick, I, uh, I posted it in the chat earlier, but I... I'm giving a uh, kind of a high five to Rudy Giuliani. He's thinking about bringing a RICO case against the Bidens. Oh, boy. that'd be I mean, You know what, though? Not against the Bidens. You can get them on a regular criminal complaint. You ought to do it against the I Republican, know, I, I, against the Democrat Party. He, he may go farther, but I thought, hey, that was a good start at least. It is. It is. And I'd like to see him uh, prosecute uh, the, or rather defend the president in the impeachment trial. If that if it goes that far, 
That's true. It might not. It might not. Yeah, we'll that see just it. dropped down to the bottom of the radar, didn't it? <laughs> yep, it certainly did. Thanks for calling Marlene, but listen on you the way out. Much? Listen on the way out. All right, thanks for calling Marlene. Uh, let's welcome Rocky to the program. Still working on your intro, too, man. What's going on? Oh, man, I thought you were going to play the <laughs> John Philip Sousa Semper Fi. No, all right, well, I could now. Go ahead. I had a whole, I had a whole, I had a whole thing about it because I actually wanted to talk a little bit this time before I get the safety brief. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> go ahead, it's behind you. John Philip Sousa wrote this in 1888 and uh, he actually wrote down he said he wrote this in Quantico, Virginia and he was in tears after hearing the Marines sing their hymn impressive that he was uh, commissioned to run this piece uh, or to write this piece and the presidential, you know, introduction. So. Chester, a, Chester A. Arthur paid him to uh, write both of those. All right. Well, that's uh, very interesting. I, I love those kind of things. That the historical references like that is what's going to keep us grounded. I think uh, we're a microcosm of an idea. Right now, in 2020, people that live in the United States of America right now, and I consider us the vanguard of protecting that, our audience, and thousands of other audiences across the spectrum. It's not just us. We're still the grand experiment right? uh, as far as the elite. And we're talking the elite that goes back to when the United States were... As far as the elite's concerned, they allowed us to create the United States of America because in their minds, we wouldn't last 10 years. Right. right. They all thought they all wrote us off. That's that's, that's true. And, and now if, they're still if, trying if, to. If you look at our us. history, you look at our history prior uh, to the 1770s uh, when we finally uh, had enough. Uh, we tried socialism. We really did. I mean, uh, Governor, what was his name? Uh, I'm not prepared for this. No, uh, he wasn't even a... Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Governor of a state. There were no states yet. But the, 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 uh... People, the colonists that came here to Plymouth Rock, uh, they tried to use a collective form of governance, a socialist form of governance, where everybody, uh, everything that everybody produced, everybody got. And that created uh, laziness. It created, uh, you know, Joe's working hard as hell and Steve isn't. But Steve's wife and family are getting the same amount of food as Joe. And it just didn't work. And half of them died. Yeah, uh, it was at least half. Yeah. And then uh, the governor, damn it, I can't believe I can't remember his name yet, uh, determined that, all right, no, look, you guys get out there and make whatever you can and, you know, sell whatever you can sell, do what you do best. And we survived because now the farmers were farming, the carpenters were carpenting, you know, the bricklayers were laying bricks and, you know, the bankers were banking and and people were doing what they knew how to do. And that was really the true story of Thanksgiving was, man, we got rid of this raggedy form of government and we, you know, entered into uh, a situation where everybody was, uh, performing at maximum levels produce you see survival of the fittest which you know this is a natural law type thing that they try to do but you know if you rely on the collective to supply everyone equally you're in for a long wait yeah you're right Uh, rocky i'd like to hear your thoughts on uh the entirety uh, of what we were talking about, especially in the first hour. Oh, God. How about Iran and, and you know, the the, de- the deep state? Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, my my thoughts on that are pretty simple. Um, I think, uh, and I posted in the chat, we should, uh, we should just expand all the ordinance that's about to expire anyway. <laughs> and, uh, a freaking Marine, yeah, drop, man. Drop it, drop it on... Drop and don't don't drop on people. I mean, unless they're whoever wants to step up and say they're in charge. Um, yeah, don't drop it on the Iranian civilians. Just drop it on the oil infrastructure, the destroy refineries. That. Destroy that, and they got nothing. They barely even have refineries. They can't even they can't even refine their own oil. They Jack, I was it. telling you when I when I was in Iraq, I was uh, part of an. Expeditionary Sustainment Command. Uh, and because of that, we had a JOC, which is a Joint Operations Center, which means that we had everybody in the theater represented in our JOC and giving reports to my commanding general. Uh, so one of them uh, was uh, MNCW, Multinational Corps West, which was run by the Marine Corps. And uh, they had people in there. They were called, uh, the hell were they called? 
LNOs. They were called LNOs, and they were representatives of these different operations. And the LNO for the Marine Corps, I'll never forget he got up there one day. And, you know, when the Army guys get up there, they're like, all right, well, we had this operation, and there was this house right. that, that was identified. Uh, and, you know, first squad from B Company, first of the 373rd, you know, entered the house and, you know, took out. Right. Uh, insurgent number one and number two and the marine guy got up there right and he's like uh sir uh you know semper fi all that you know because they did all that kind of shit right he's yeah. semper fi and the general's like all right semper, rah, rah, rah. and uh general hated marines right but so the marine corps <laughs> captain is marine corps captain's like uh well uh sir we encountered sniper fire from the second house uh, on the first street of uh, MSR Tampa, MSR Tampa, MSR Tampa, and and Marine Corps armor uh, dispatched dispatched one one uh, main gun round, one tank <laughs> M1A2 main gun round into the window uh, and took out the terrorist. And I was like, yeah. damn. Eliminated. The they threat. just shot a dude with the main gun of a tank. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, that's the kind of stuff I like, man. I was like, yeah, do that. You know, I loved it, man. Rocky, and that's just uh, that's uh, how I look at still, Marines, man. They were still they were still calling the MSRs Tampa and Dallas. Yeah, yeah, and, nice. and, and several other ones. I don't know what they call them now, man. Shit, I've been out since. Uh, well, shit, I was out of a, I was out of Iraq in 2008. <laughs> But uh, back then, it was jumping. And uh, I, I'm working on that's your what, oh, intro, That's what too. we called them in 2003. <laughs> there you go. All right. So uh, what else is on your mind, man? we got a couple minutes left. Uh, not a whole lot. had a great, great week with my kids. Uh, yeah. How about that? And, uh, man, i got to say they're, uh, they're being brainwashed. In, yes, uh, they are. In high, in high school, they're they're both in high school now. So I gotta do the best you can a, because you're the only the antidote. antidote. You're you are the only antidote to that. And I know that's right. I know that's troubling because you're not with them all the time. I got that. Uh, and, it, and it happened to me a little just, bit. It's just scary that uh, that they're yeah they're they're straight pushing communism in. In the schools. It's a fact. That's scary. It, it is very scary. And, and let me uh, part. let me scare you let me scare you a little further. Uh, and let's listen to Mike Bloomberg. Uh, I think he's up to isn't he up to like number three now, Jack? I mean this guy has surpassed Elizabeth Warren. It depends already. on how much money of his own he wants to put into it, but I don't even think he's uh reached uh the level where he's going to be in the debate next month. So No, I think he's climbing, man. I do. But let's listen to his thoughts about gun control. Congregation had their own gun and killed the person who murdered two other people. But it's the job of law enforcement to uh, have guns and to decide when to shoot. You just do not want the average citizen carrying a gun in a crowded place. We just do not want the average American citizen to carry a gun in a public place, in a public place. It should all be 
LAR. He doesn't even know how to spell law. He spells it L-A-R, LAR enforcement. Anyway, he, his money has done a damage to my commonwealth of Virginia. And mine, and uh, my city, and my city. Let's listen to Elizabeth Warren on the same topic. Last week, there was a, uh, another church shooting. Oh. And the only thing that saved the rest of the congregation were the other two people who there who shot and took out the uh, shooter. Would you support a universal carry, concealed carry law for everyone in the country who's willing to be licensed and checked by the government? No. Listen to the seals. Listen to the idiots, our children. That's our children. Warren's gonna Warren's gonna commission uh, Kevlar wigwams for everyone. Oh yeah, absolutely. But you know and what? Our There's some good news. Is what threatens the socialist communist element that wants to take over this country. On the good side, the Marine Corps uh, has issued or has updated their firearm policy to allow Marines to concealed carry for self-defense. Why is the Marine Corps the only branch of the military that has any fucking sense? That's what I want to know. As a senior military officer in the United States Army, that's what I want to know. Why is it and just it, the Marines? And it's just a, it's just a start because the, the memo is on concealed changes that by authorizing active Marine Corps LEOs, law enforcement professionals, who possess valid law enforcement officer safety act and some what? So it's BS. The average the average Marine can't carry. Right now, they're just starting with I guess the MP aspect, but okay. it's a start. You know what I'm saying? Because right. Yeah. You you and I both served, and when I served at Fort Bragg as active duty, you couldn't carry. No. So. And at that time, you know, and it, it didn't bother me. But right now, with what's going on in this country and how they're trying to turn it into uh, a Stalin-esque type deal, our folks need to be able to be armed and defend themselves like uh, Texas did. And the congregation struck back. They lost two, but they took out the perp quickly. All right, Rocky, thanks for calling, brother. Thanks for everything that you do. Uh, we're gonna have a good brief. All right, we're going to wrap this up. Thanks, thanks, Rocky. Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, your weekly jihad report. 34 jihad attacks. 186 killed. 196 injured. Three suicide blasts all occurring in 19 countries. The religion of peace atrocity of the week, an affiliate of the Islamic State in Nigeria, has said that it has executed 11 people in retaliation for the death of ISIS leader Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi in Syria in October. A video was released on Thursday showing members of the Nigerian affiliate slashing the throats of 10 people and shooting an additional person. A voiceover says the killing is a message for Christians 
and that all of those killed were Christian, the New York Times reported. Other recent misunderstandings of Islam on the 2nd in Kenya, three bus passengers are murdered at close range by al-Shabaab on the 31st. In Ingushitia, never even heard of that place, Islamic extremists stabbed two police officers to death on the 31st in Afghanistan. Two women and a child are among four vaporized by a fundamentalist landmine. On the 29th, in the Democratic Republic of Congo, ADF Islamists burned down houses and hacked 23 to death. On the 29th, in Yemen, four children among 10 killed when Ansar Allah sends a rocket into a parade. Finally, on the 28th in Somalia, university students and dozens of other commuters are reduced to pulp by a Fedayeen suicide car bomber. The religion of peace, ladies and gentlemen, one body at a time. And I cannot find my clip. Doggone it. I don't know what happened to it, man. Yeah, somebody it just, it disappeared it. on me. Buktada uh, al-Sadr. Remember him in Iraq? Yeah, I do. He decided to surface. He resurfaced after the uh, <laughs> pinpoint uh, decimation of the folks from Iran. He's resurfaced. He's and bad. his army is resurfaced. He's back. And I'm pretty sure there's laser sights to already reaching out for this fool and uh, anyone that supports oh, him. Man, it totally got redirected. The religion of peace, ladies and gentlemen, one body <laughs> at a time. Allahu Akbar, Allah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we have another uh, Rocky from the same area of California. Uh, good evening, sir. What's on your mind? <laughs> I just called in to give uh, the weekend safety brief. Safety briefing. Here we go. Safety brief. If you're going to drink, don't drive. If you're going to drive, don't drink. She's under 18. Keep it clean. You're not a Marine. You got my number? Don't call me. Rocky, ladies and gentlemen, the president of the VFW chat room and uh, a good friend of the show. Uh, Listen to that. It's very, very important. Let's go. You know, I I have to bypass all of the freaking stories I put in here. You know, that's kind of tough to take. You know, let's do this. Let's go down the be clownings. Jack, you got a couple minutes? Oh, yeah. I'm bit. You know, Let's go down to I be clownies. The top 25 ridiculous Democrat moments of 2019. Monica Showalter put this together. I mean, Democrats 
are a lot of annoying and awful things, and God forbid they should roll back into power in the next election. But they're also ridiculous, obnoxious, sanctimonious, constantly getting caught unawares of how preposterous their positions have placed them. It takes a whole lot of piety, hypocrisy, and phoniness to achieve some of the heights they've reached in the past year. Here's her bottom-up selection of the top 25 be-clownings for 2019. Number 25, Edelweiss. The New York Times, Maggie Haberman, ever quick to find a reason to call President Trump a Nazi, ignorantly tweeted that the president's playing of the anti-Nazi anthem Edelweiss from the sound of music was Nazi stuff. Hmm. <laughs> 24. President Obama told us in that avuncular way that all the little ladies out there could run the world better than men could. Number 23, Spartacus Cory Booker told us about his testosterone file under too much information. Number 22, Kirsten Gillibrand campaigned in high-toned hashtag grassroots terms to a woman who was merely trying to get some ranch. Number 21, Katie Hill taught us all rubes out there a new word, thruples. Doesn't every (laughs) Congress member get naked with the interns? Ooh, let's move on to number 20. Joe Biden told a gay audience all about his kiss from President Obama. And he told others about his Obama friendship bracelet. He still hasn't gotten that coveted Obama endorsement. Number 19, Elizabeth Warren wanted to chug beer with you. Who's all in for the hard hat thing with the rich, thin Harvard law professor? Number 18, PETA told us vegetables were sexy. Maybe to them. (laughs) Number 17, Bob Menendez got himself photographed with all those bikini chicks on the beach in post-hurricane Puerto Rico, just as Democrats insisted their Puerto Rican aid junket conference was legit. (laughs) Number 16, Joe Biden challenged a voter to push-ups and one, going two, for a twofer. One, one, two, three, two, one. Uh, creepy Joe then turned it up by telling, up to 11, by telling a group of Iowa voters about his leg hair in the swimming pool and how he liked little kids jumping on his lap. Number 15, mm-hmm. Kamala Harris, blasted by her own dad for her blithely arguing that since she's Jamaican, she's naturally inclined to smoke pot. Mm, number 14. Uh, Hillary Clinton puts on her best <laughs> black accent at Elijah Cummings' funeral? Blackface, bad, black accent, good? Well, she's got hot sauce in her purse. Number 13, Maxine Waters gets schooled from bankers who explain to her that banks are not involved 
in the student loan debt she railed at them about. <laughs> Number 12. Uh, Jim Acosta whines that President Trump won't call on him and no one will buy his book. Dear Diary. <laughs> Number 11. Joe Queen Fidel Castro, the mongoloid, tried to dox voters who donated to Republicans and ended up doxing his own voters, or donors, rather. Back to Kirstein. I can't figure this one out. Number 10, Kirsten Gillibrand campaigns in a gay bar serving beer. Pandering City. Number 9. Julian Castro attacks Joe Biden on debate stage and loses a third of his own voters. <laughs> That's like ultimate backfire. That's it's awesome. Like, Wait, there's nobody of color left. Backblast area clear. <laughs> Number eight, Amy Klobuchar screams at staff and eats with a comb. She actually did that. Really? Her campaign no staff got her, a, right? got her a salad for this flight that was like 20 minutes and <laughs> forgot the fork. So she made an ass out of him in front of the whole plane and then started eating her salad with a comb. Sick woman, ladies and gentlemen. Number seven, Al Gore <laughs> endorses green candidate in Australia, driving the Aussie voters to vote the other way. Number six. My state, the Commonwealth of Virginia, Ralph Northam, still doesn't want to tell us whether he was the man in blackface or the man in the Klan suit. Number five, you won't forget this. The second Democrat debate. Raise your hand if you plan to offer free health care to illegal aliens. Rotator cuff injury for most of those elderly folks, right? Number four, Gavin Newsom, governor of California, gives free legal advice in English to <laughs> illegals on how to invade ICE. <laughs> and my favorite, number three, Willie Brown helps kick off Kamala Harris's campaign by announcing she slept her way. To the top, uh, Willie <laughs> Brown's wife slapped him on the back after that statement. Still, half of or most of America don't even know about that, do they? Number two, Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer become your parents waiting after you try to slink in after midnight, or rather, their bid to condemn President Trump's border wall. And number one, ladies and gentlemen, you've been waiting for it all night. Eric Swalwell delivered the fart heard around the world, coming as he piously spoke of the critical importance of impeachment. Following that impressive act, he failed to man up to it. And I got to tell you, uh, I'm surprised his comments about nuking Gun owners was not included in that. Honorable mention to Mitt Romney and Pierre <laughs> Delecto. <laughs> <laughs> Winners and losers, Jack. Mitt. 
Right? Oh, no. He, what a loser. It. What a loser. What a Can you ever imagine a political suicide as bad as his? They, I, I think these swamp characters have not realized how powerful this we are. internet. We are. Exactly. You know? Exactly. The internet is basically thrown Now they're trying to shut it down, but it's too late, right? It is. You know? It's way too late. Yeah. Uh, my winner this week, sweet. easy pickings, low-hanging fruit, President Donald J. Trump for acting on active intelligence, consulting with some of the finest folks because he's weeding out the bad folks. Yes. And they're saying, hey, we got a target here. Target rich environment, take him out, and he did, and he is because there's more that came tonight. Um, my loser tonight has to deal with New York City and the response by the leadership of the governor of New York, Cuomo, and the Fredo's, mayor Fredo's of Fredo's New York City, brother. De Blasio, of the anti-Semitic attacks. It was eight over this holiday period. And their response was basically to blame President Trump for the rise in anti-Semitism. In one case, just off of memory, there's a woman that was arrested for assaulting three Jewish women on one day. Boom. Went to court, arraigned, but released. It was, like, it was like three different cases, though. Right. Released back because, you know, the uh, state of New York, the governor, or the governor of the state of New York is basically put in there with no cash bail deal that the, the Democrats are trying to do. So, Every no one of the every one Released of the uh, every one of the uh, Democrat candidates in the primary are all against cash bail. By the way, yeah. Release this woman. The next day, she's arrested again, slapped up, assaulted somebody else, released again in court, did the same thing. So this woman was uh, arrested three straight days for the same offense. Uh, and these folks in New York are thinking that, uh, what the hell is de Blasio doing? It's crazy the way these Democrats, I mean, it's not just in New York. I mean, it's the Democrat platform is pro criminal, man. It's, it's unbelievable that we've devolved. Uh, this way, really, right. when you jump think the about turnstiles it. for I mean, yeah, the, the Democrats the city provide subways. They're for the Iranians. Yeah. They're for the terrorists. They're for the for everything bad. I mean, America, wake the hell up! My winners and losers, ladies and gentlemen, winners for this week, uh, and I, I'd really say for this year, are Americans with investments. If you have any money invested. Uh, in our financial system, you won, man. I mean, this year was, my God. I mean, I, and I know a lot of you uh, are in the same boat as me. Some of you are thinking, what the hell is he talking about? If you have any money invested and you look at it, 
and you looked at the growth uh, over the last uh, 12 months and you don't vote for President Trump, you're stupid, man. I don't I don't know how else to characterize it. I mean, I'm not going to tell you how much I made because it's none of your business. But I can tell you that the money that I made without doing anything, just having it invested, is a decent starting salary for somebody that graduated college, Jack. Yeah, well, if you look at it and you know what's going to happen this year. Tens of uh, thousands of dollars of profit. And you should, and to me, you should move that into a safe area because you know that this year, the election year, every single amount of financial pressure that these anti-Americans are going to, within the United States, it's going to put on uh, the market. It's going to happen. So you may, I mean, you look at uh, from when President Trump was elected to now, you're talking about uh, an amazing amount of increase. Put that safe spot right out this year when Trump is reelected, move it back into the the market and you will like, See, I, double. I, I, I disagree a little bit there because I, I have to say that you know in previous and I mean I'm not only I'm not that old you know what I mean but I, I've, I've watched this a little bit and this is the first time in my lifetime uh, you got to remember in, in 1980 my city died all right it was a city that I grew up in that was highly blue collar and industrialist and by 1980 uh, a third of the men had moved the hell out. The people that make the economy go, the working people. Now all the retards stayed what, behind. Yeah, you know, where the, did the, that pressure come from that dis- uh, allegedly destroyed it in the eighties? It came it from wasn't from places. them, was it, it? It, it? No, it came from uh, organized labor, and it came from uh, the, glo- the globalist the Republicans, right? the the globalists uh, in the federal government that basically transferred wealth from the West to the East. It didn't start with China. It started with Japan. At first, in the 1980s, all our steel operations moved to the electric mills, electric hearth mills in Japan. But that didn't last very long, and China sucked it up. And it, but, 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 but anyway, uh, the point is, is all of the base of Pittsburgh, the real people that made Pittsburgh work left. And that's why at any NFL venue that you see the Steelers play, there are Pittsburghers in the stands because we had to leave here because they destroyed the economy here. Uh, But that being said, it's coming back and I'll go to my losers of the week and they are Barack Obama, John Kerry, and Valerie Jarrett. Because it has been exposed in the last 48 hours that these people have been actively working with the enemies of the United States of America against the United States of America. And in my opinion, they need to hang. And Spreaker can ban me too. I don't give a damn. That's what needs to happen. And that's what Twitter banned me for, for saying that. Uh, and that's 
my story, and I'm sticking to it, Jack. Yeah, it, it may be. I mean, folks, there's a reason why um, our education system isn't teaching the children about our history and how hard it was uh, to reach this nation, to reach the status of the grand ex- experiment yeah. that most of uh, the old world wants to see fail, right? The European Absolutely. Union, they're gathered together. Why? Because the United States was so successful and they were failing. They thought by gathering themselves together, they could ride it out and destroy our nation and then have us begging yeah. for them they're to still, help us out. They're they're know? still pissed off we whooped their ass with 13% of our population back in uh, the 1700s. Anyway, Jack, thanks for coming on. I hope you had a good uh, New Year's yes. 2020 starts out with a bang. We're getting, we're getting it on, man. It's going to be a good decade. We're going to grow. And uh, I can't wait. Your final comments and how can people get in touch with you? I'd just like to thank you for allowing me to be a part. 2020, major, major year for, for us and the listeners uh, to make sure that our president is reelected and our nation revives. The grand experiment shall live in 2021. Absolutely. No question about it. Ladies and gentlemen, go to facebook.com slash Cold War Radio 22. Like the Facebook page. SCRTV at live.com is the email for the program. If you're listening, uh, to the podcast well you can get the podcast just about anywhere on Spreaker just search news commentary the 405 media on demand iHeartRadio or no the 405 media 8am eastern time streaming live and on demand at iHeartRadio the Cold War Radio app YouTube has captions thanks for listening ladies and gentlemen and uh, I'm fired up for the new year uh, we're about ready to start taking donations to get us to CPAC. We've got $1,500 already. We have more, but we had to spend some things on some equipment. Uh, Ward's really firing up that camera uh, to bring some things to you. I am Hutch Bailey Jr. We will be back on Monday, ladies and gentlemen. I'm on my way to Camp Vienna in the morning. Time to start checking the mountains out. Time to get back there and uh, get my backup position ready. Go to rspmmusic.bandcamp.com and support Jacob Seals. Thanks, everybody. Had a great week. I hope you did, too. God bless. I'm gone.